Before we kick off the show today, I'd like to leave a little disclaimer around the audio quality. Unfortunately, partway through this call, we suffered a loss in quality in the, the audio signal. There's a bit of a buzz and some parts where particularly my vocal cuts in and out. However, please stick with us because the content really is gold. At some point, it may be possible to redub the episode, but I just felt it important to get the message out there and keep the momentum flowing. So thank you for your patience, your understanding. Stick with it. Take the opportunity to tune in, to focus. And if you're able to connect with the essence behind the words, it won't matter so much that you've missed one or two when the audio cuts in and out. Cheers, friends, and thanks for your support. Welcome to the Sovereign Medicine Podcast. Our mission is to guide you back to your true nature. From here, you can lovingly create a life of joy, purpose, fulfillment, and abundance with ease, grace, and flow. Together with our guests, we will cross the threshold of the logical mind, diving deep into the innate intelligence that resides in each and every cell of our body. As you journey with us, you will discover the tools within and around you to tap back into your true nature and to discover who and what you truly are. Hello and welcome to the Sovereign Medicine Podcast. This is your host, Dan Strelin, coming at you from the rainy Blue Mountains. We're having such a, a contrast to um, one year ago where visibility was usually uh, limited to a few meters because of smoke. And um, this year, uh, visibility is reduced because of mist, because of rain. We are at the, the top of the the mountain in the Blue Mountains here in Katoomba and um, yeah having a very wet summer so far I know there's some flooding up north so if you're um, yeah if you're up that way do keep safe Um, hasn't it been um, just a, a time of intensity on the planet so within that um, I hope that you are finding a seed of calmness, of balance, of poise within. I have an amazing gut healing program that I will be offering again in the new year. Um, healing gluten intolerance is the thing I'm most excited about. But for any gut problem, just let's have a chat. We can solve it. We'll also have a sleep tonic coming out very soon. So if sleep is something that you'd like some... Um, so do you like to sleep deeper, like to go deeper with your sleep, with your dreaming, can certainly um, get that happening for you. Um, so stay connected. Yeah, the website will be going live very soon, probably on the summer solstice, 21st of December. That is um, www.sovereignmedicine.com. You can flick me an email, dan at sovereignmedicine.com, or check out the Facebook page. Um, the, the my group, the creator circle of limitless living. In this episode, I was stoked to tune into the plant kingdom with Andrew Edmonds at Tobacchiero, which means he is um, a tobacco shaman, 
which is something that most people are not aware is an actual thing. So we're going to dive deep into the sacred intention behind tobacco. We're going to discuss a little bit how that has been corrupted through the commercialization and commoditization of tobacco since the times of Columbus up to this present day. Andrew is a healer working on the central coast of New South Wales that is in, in around about the Gosford area or Arimba if, you, if you're familiar with the, the stretch of coast between Sydney and Newcastle in New South Wales, Australia. And as always, if his message, if his vibration resonates, do get in contact with him. I can um, not recommend enough the the sacred work of tobacco. Um, however, it is not for the faint-hearted. It is an ordeal medicine, like all plant medicines are, and the outcomes of groundedness, centeredness, calmness, and um, crystal clear clarity and intuition is really, um, you you could say it's unrivaled. This is definitely a medicine that will get you moving. If you start, it'll just put you on the right track and take you very deep into yourself. So as always, if you'd love to connect with Andrew, um, hit him up. His um, Facebook page is the Temple of the Soul. Andrew's website is templeofthesoul.org and you can email him, andrew at templeofthesoul.org. All of this can be found below in the show notes on the platform where you're listening to this podcast. And if you enjoy what we're on about, please leave us a review. Let us know what you think. That will help us to connect with people all around the world and bring forth this this message of sovereignty, of healing, of uh, finding the medicine within. I hope you enjoy the conversation. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew Edmonds, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Dan. It's my pleasure. I'm stoked to have you here. Now, it's fair to say that um, Andrew and I uh, are work colleagues in that we've um, done the work together um, quite quite deeply and we shared a, a special connection with tobacco. And we like to spend a Friday or a Saturday night uh, bent over the bucket and <laughs> in the old paradigm that might sound like we do a corporate gig together punch durries on our lunch break and um, party hard on the weekend. However, um, we're actually alluding to something a lot more sublime than that, something deeper. We're alluding to, we're talking about sacred work. Um, I met Andrew at a, a plant medicine retreat. Now, uh, it wasn't you know, 
one of the, the medicines that you, you might be familiar with, you, you could be surprised to hear that we were, we were communing with tobacco. And in our culture, in our society, um, there's a big, um, big smear on tobacco. You know, we see those um, images on the cigarette cases, the messages, and um, yeah, and we're, we're not here to to you know uh, support that industry at all, but rather to bring to light the original intention, sacred intention, and the the shamanic purpose. Um, for tobacco, and that's that's the work that um that Andrew is doing these days. He has a background um, as a personal trainer, as a Reiki healer and teacher, um, and also does this this shamanic work with with plant medicine, particularly um, as a, a tobacco a tobacco shaman. So we're going to dive into that in just a moment, but. Andrew, first, let's catch up. How are you, man? Good, thanks, man. Um, yeah, just uh, obviously, you know, a couple of nerves and a bit of resistance that always sort of comes up when mm. you when you're about to put yourself out there, um, as I'm sure you know. Okay, yeah, um, I do, yeah. I do, I know well. <laughs> yeah, but um, now I look settling into into the space, and I, I feel really comfortable talking to you. So. Um, yeah, just a good, nice yeah. start of summer. Beautiful. Yeah, I know. I back. can hear the um, I can hear the, the cicadas that you've got, Helen, in the, in the background there. They were very um, very lively in, in the last few weeks here in the Blue Mountains. They've died down a little bit now. Got hotter. Uh, but you're um, Triple Coast, New South Wales. Um, yeah, that's right. Um, the, yeah. Just up north of uh, north of Gosford in Rimba, um, and we're on. Yeah, it's a few acres here, so you can hear the cicadas very loud at the moment with, with the nice summer weather. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful spot. I'm making it be quite lush right now. Yeah, and um, last time I caught up with you, um, things were starting to ramp up a little bit you know, for yourself, but everyone was really just coming out of COVID um, started. Introspection over winter, personal work. Um, yeah, you seem to have a, a fair bit in, in the pipeline. Um, how things are for you now? Uh, good. Like we're just um, just looking forward to having a little bit of quiet time over Christmas. Actually, we've been really busy. Um, here we set up a, a, a retreat space, so um, so I can do um, my work here, Milk. Mel, my partner, can do her work as well. Um, she does some coaching and counselling and hypnotherapy. Um, but also we can, the space that we've created, we can, you know, people can come and use the space as well. Um, and, you know, because uh, a lot of people, when they're kind of starting out down this path, don't have somewhere to actually hold their events. So we have a space here they can use. Um, and we, we're looking to really build the community around here and bring people together. Yeah, it's fantastic. I've, I've got a sense of that just from coming around to your, your retreats, um, meeting with people who are kind of, you know, advocating around your, your orbit. Yeah, it seems to be a good buzz there. You set the coat? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was quite surprised because I, you know, lived in Sydney most of my life and um, 
I didn't think there was such a big, you know, for lack of a better term, spiritual community on the coast. But um, there's so many people and so many beautiful people creating something, you know, magical up here. Yeah, awesome. But that's a fantastic opportunity that we're providing another space. Um, you know, the, the idea of being part of the group and group workshop. Yeah. But you're doing offering retreat as a retreat space or just a, a yeah. one night kind of gig? So, sorry, I've just got a bit of background noise on your, your side. Yeah, I'll hear a bit on your side too. Um, yeah, and also, man, by the way, like we can just drop out of the conversation at any time and I can edit. Oh, cool. Yeah, edit. All right. Awesome. Know, awesome. So, um, was that intro cool? Was it? Yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, are you still getting the background noise? Yeah, yeah. It just it's like a, a hissing kind of noise when you speak. So when the audio is coming through from your your side, I think I'm not sure. Um, yeah. I thought I might just turn the gain down on the mic. Is that any better? No, still still coming. But it only really started like when we started recording. It was weird. It's some kind IT, of fun. man. It could be some kind of um, high bandwidth thing, maybe. Too. I've heard sometimes there's this yeah. distortion that can happen. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I wonder what, I wonder what happens that, if that. That are really wanting to work with, um, either work on the, the energy work or work with tobacco. Um, I'm, I'm sure there'll be lots okay, of stuff just, coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just ask you about that then. Ah, cool. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, so with the community that you're finding is gathering around you, um, I mean, it's not really well known that, that tobacco is uh, a medicine. So what's the, what do you find is the entry point for people to, to introduce them to, to tobacco? Do you find that there's a, a curiosity there, or does it take a little bit of, you know, a journey to, you know, to, to bring someone to, to their grandfather? Yeah, look, it's obviously the, the idea that people have, and myself included, was tobacco is harmful, tobacco causes cancer, all of this sort of stuff that we see in the media. And that's true of cigarettes because if, if we're talking about tobacco as a plant medicine versus cigarettes, like something you might just pick up and smoke, the, the cigarettes have hundreds of chemicals added to them, um, you know, and these are toxic and carcinogenic chemicals. So, yeah, they, they do cause cancer and are terrible for your health. Um, when you're looking at tobacco as a plant medicine, um, there are no added chemicals and you also aren't supposed to inhale the smoke into the lungs because right. yeah, obviously that yep. does, that does make you cough. Um, but so that's, a, that's a bit of a shift from that mentality. Um, and I remember when I started working with that, I still had that hang up of like, wait, is this bad for me? Is what I'm doing toxic? Because you know, when, when you're, you, you're drinking a brew made from tobacco and, it makes you feel nauseous and you're purging and you're like, is this helpful? Is this harmful? Um, yeah. But yeah, once, once you do start working with it and you see how the purge 
is drawing this toxicity, both on a physical and an energetic level, out of you. Um, like the, the tobacco was really going in and, and ripping out some of these programs or paradigms or traumas and just ripping them out and getting rid of them completely. Then afterwards you kind of realise what shifted and all of the things that it's taken out that you no longer needed and suddenly you're, you're much more connected to yourself. Um, that's probably the, the biggest part of the healing work, yeah. And it, do, it does that so directly. And also, I find mysteriously, often um, the ceremony with the diet, I, I don't know what, I, I, it's a mystery what he's doing. <laughs> I sit and wonder, what, 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 what's going on here? And, you know, I've heard it, um, you know, um, our teaching test um, compared to the journey with, with ayahuasca has been just a lot more direct where ayahuasca kind of takes you on a, a journey it shows you she shows you more in like a, a dream state of yeah. what's going on and then there's a lot of work to do with the integration and there's always integration work however it seems like tobacco is very good at getting like to the, the source of it and particularly physically in the body like bringing through that that purge sometimes straight away or you know throughout the night and i guess in my my personal experience um just with that that first so with a bit of background i guess i was i was polarized against um against tobacco as well i didn't know what it was um, I grew up with my father um, smoking and my sister giving him a hard time about, um, you know, from a health perspective, about what it was doing to him. So I got on that bandwagon and didn't really smoke figures as a teenager or in my 20s or anything. It was only um, actually an ayahuasca ceremony, um, first one that I did when I was traveling overseas. Um, but someone lit up a, a mapacho. Um, cigarette next to me um, and had this instant headache this rage come up and then it, it brought on the purge and actually activated the, the ayahuasca um, and I had a, a knowing in that moment I had this animalistic feeling very like you know base, sacral chakra just activation um with that purge and suddenly rather than being in that, that resistance and that being offended <laughs> by tobacco I just, uh, felt this sort of roar inside and this, this wanting of you know more more of that that power that energy and then a few years later when it came into my life through, um, through that diet test that initial so I don't know if we've mentioned yet, but we're actually drinking the tobacco when we do our ceremonies and our diets. Um, so, you know, it can be smoke, it can be used as snuff. Um, the way to use it in this, this particular um, genetic ceremony is um, it's like a tea made from the, the tobacco. Uh, the tobacco, is that, is that how you... Does that sound like a accurate way to describe it? 
Yeah, like like a tea, I, I guess you could say. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun to drink that one. Um, yeah, uh, brew, yeah. I don't um, have a... But yeah, I, I, yeah. I guess I had a... No, because I haven't... Oh, I, guess, I, I, have, I guess I had a similar... Uh, yeah, I was just going to say I haven't, I haven't, I haven't made it myself, and I wouldn't make it because um, it really um, is something to to. It's a sacred ceremony, and um, I, I would love to go down that path and have the initiation to be able to to prepare that medicine for myself to send it with others, which is what you've done. Yeah, it's a it's a long road to get there. Um, I guess I'll, I'll go through a bit of background uh, of how I got into tobacco as a medicine. Um, mm. Yeah, funnily enough, my, my dad smoked cigars, um, and I try I tried a few times smoking just cigarettes with friends, and they just tasted and smelled horrible, um, so I couldn't do it. But occasionally, I'd smoke cigars and enjoy them because they're just more. It's just tobacco rolled up. Um, but I was like you, I had had been to some ayahuasca uh, ceremonies while traveling. And after a while, like I got a lot of healing from ayahuasca um, and a lot of insight and, and, and everything else. But I got to a point where I felt a little bit stuck, like uh, that, that the eye wasn't shifting something that needed to shift. Um, and so I, I looked around, I had an idea that I'd love to go and do a dieta, but um, or a diet, uh, which is drinking seven nights in a row. Mm. And I got forwarded an email, funnily enough, from our teacher, Tess, uh, and something... Sorry, Matt. Um, it sounds better, I think, if you just sit a little bit back. A little bit back? I think so. Let's try that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so I, uh, I got forwarded this email from... Um, it was about test running a retreat, uh, a, a dieta for tobacco. And um, something in me just said, you have to go and do this. It, it wasn't yeah. like, a, oh, that sounds interesting. It was like, you have to do it. You know, it was a very clear signal. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's a strong, it's a very strong and direct medicine, as you were saying. And it's like, you know, instead of the kind of dreamlike way of moving towards what the problems are or the visions, it's just like, this is what you have to do. We're going to take this, rip this out of you. Um, but yeah, like you were saying, it's very mysterious and a lot of what's happening, you don't actually, you're not actually conscious of what's going on. It's kind of doing all of the work and you come to realize it in the integration period. Um, and for me, it was a lot of, especially in my first night, a lot of anger came up for me. Um, and I remember, it was in the middle of winter and, you know, I had like two dunas covering me and freezing cold. And then I woke up from this, from this dream, all this anger had come up that had been suppressed because, you know, it's, it's not something we want to carry with us is that anger. So I, I'd suppressed it. And so in that dream space, it had come up and I was boiling hot and had to take all the blankets off. It was just so much energy coming through because you know, it was taking all of this stuff out of me. Um, and then a bit later on in that retreat, uh, I then had a dream that uh, I needed to go to Peru and keep working with tobacco. Um, so off I went and uh -oh. I, I spent, 
yeah. <laughs> it was pretty pretty scary and pretty intense. It kind of um, sounds so sounds spent, sounds, uh, sounds many oh, it's always sounds romantic to get a calling <laughs> to you know what you're supposed <laughs> to do with in, in life, but um, I suppose yeah. in a lot of the great stories that the hero. Uh, Ryan turns the other way and Ryan refuses the call to, to adventure um, to, you know, some, some degree. So, it, you know, it's quite a, um, quite, um, I did, like, what did that bring up for you? That having that, oh, it was quite calling, scary. You just knew, I got to, yeah. did you have resistance? I just knew I had to do it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I, I was, I was a little bit terrified. Um, mm. And but I but I I was searching for something for so long, um, and I found little bits, and this just felt like the next step. And it was such yeah. a deep felt sense that this was the right thing to do. Um, you know, some some of my friends were like, "Oh, that's really brave," and I'm like, "I'm I'm just following what I need to do." Even though I have scary and I have resistance to it. Uh, I could yeah. just feel that's what I needed. Yeah. Yeah. You're beginning to do a bit of healing work. We had the for a few years. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, by that stage I'd already done um I'd started doing the energy work like Reiki. Um mostly in an effort to reconnect my thinking mind because I was very much in my head and had cut off all of my emotions and, and the yeah. physical sensations in the body. So I was doing that work really to reconnect and open my energetic system up. Um, once I then did a lot of that work, I found I could help other people, you know, right, with yeah. that energy healing work. Um, but yeah, so I, I'd done a little bit already, but this just seems... I don't know the the next the next level really for me, yeah. But but everyone really has their own path. Yeah, yeah on this journey. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, I, I what I'm really interested in, what I'm passionate about with this this message and this sovereign medicine is is really about discovering what those those keys are that are gonna unlock us. It's about um. You know, we have that medicine inside of us, you know, the ability to to heal, to activate, to potentiate, and to bring forth, um, you know, to make us so good for us to do here in this life. And, um, yeah, so it's my, my intention to highlight some of those, um, some of the powerful medicines that I found that, you know, from, from outside that, Turn the keys, turn the key, and bring you into your your sovereignty, into your your center, um, and and that's what I found with um, the background. Particularly, I didn't quite get to the, that that first experience um, drinking the tobacco. Firstly, I had a whole lot of fear that was released, and you know that sharper moving up my back and um, working it. Up my back, but after that, I was enveloped in this like this beautiful cloud where it was actually nothing else except my immortal soul. And then just this, this teaching from tobacco starting to, to trickle down, say, for now, just forget everything. It's just you and me on, on this journey. This is the, the most important relationship. It was though the tobacco was saying, I got you. 
I'm I'm your teacher, but also saying this relationship with with yourself, with with that part of you that is um, in the on on the stage. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like the we we do have you know once we get back into relationship with ourselves and and however we do that, whatever tools or techniques we use. Um, you know, meditation or plant medicine or, um, you know, nutrition, whatever it is, really tuning into ourselves because we do have this ability to to heal and activate. On a physical level, the body knows how to heal itself, but because we're still connected to, you know, the divine or source or God, we can bring that connection through and use that to heal and activate as well. Uh, yeah. And I know you're you're quite big on the, the gut health stuff at the moment, which is a huge yeah. a huge thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's my, my primary offering, I suppose, at the moment. Um, I'm I'm fixing gluten intolerance. But it's not just just the gluten intolerance, but I was able to sort of get that last piece um, this year. Uh, of you know, uh, getting my gut, my immune system, the gut biome to to a level where I can enjoy eating anything. Again, okay. you know, obviously, you know, best quality, most fun, <laughs> um, and and yeah. So that that is um, yeah um, the the offering that that I've been. I've launched in the last few months have um, some clients going through that program. Um, when I found the, my tool for that, it's called Helmet Therapy, that, that was that last piece um, in completing the, the gut biome. That all happened very quickly, but I guess similar to, to your story with, um, with tobacco, there's a bit going on in the background. So what I've done is kind of, you know, ask myself, like, how. What you know? What have, what have I been doing over the last you know decade to, to get to that level where um, you just have that aha moment and that that peace uh, and have it all come together? Because I mean, I guess I've been hardcore about health. I don't mean that I'm on it all the time. I don't, I don't mean that I love moderation and um, and to you know go for hours here and there. But I guess cover every day. Very decade, it's been. Uh, you want to be healthy, happy, and you want to Yeah, I put, I put put that together in um in our journey over three months where we go through like metaphorically through the season, through autumn, healing, 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 their body, their constitution, their, their journey, their, just where they're at in their life, more so what they're at for. But just using those themes of clearing, and then in the winter, building, like building up, supporting the gut biome, and communing the helmet, that's actually a word, interestingly, and the world's gut biome. And then into the spring, we're at the element of expansion, um, and started to, well, summer for flourishing. So it's just, uh, yeah, supportive journey over, over three months to, I guess, um, 
around the theme of gut healing, but really I do the um, do emotional work as well, as best. Um, you know, tune uh, into you know, white lights, you know, why is this all done, white lights, and why does it matter? Because, um, you know, when we, uh, if you connect with your, your purpose, you need to be, have the, the groundedness in the, you know, the feelings to be able to activate yourself and then at the same time, if you're unclear, um, coming into balance, having your energy, building your energy up, um, that's when those awakenings occur. Uh, I don't know if that happened for you, because I know you did, you know, PT and health. Um, that's often uh, a way, and maybe some of your clients, um, do you find that that first day kind of, you know, they do through the health stuff and maybe the sort of unconscious of the energy to create that serious soul, um, but through, through getting healthy, maybe solving that, um, that health problem, it's like, oh, okay, what's next? Um, I guess I tell myself actualized. Have a yeah, it's, look at how to, yeah, you know, who am I as a creator? What can I, what can I do with my life? I don't, I don't have that limitation anymore. Yeah, I, I get, um, I guess it's a, I kind of infiltrate a little bit through the health paradigm. So some people do come to me from a, you know, I want to get physically fit and healthy. Um, and then, you know, maybe we start doing some yoga breathing exercises, some pranayama or, or you know, start talking about energy because when you're working with the physical body, you're, you are working with an energetic system and it helps your energy and it helps your mental state and emotional state. Um, so once those kind of get a little bit settled and the energy can flow more freely in the body and you can feel the energy much stronger, then we might get a little bit deeper into, okay, let, let's look at the breath and meditation um, and things seem to kind of flow a lot from there. Not everyone wants to go down that path because, you know, again, it's about what resonates with you. But once you kind of, you get people from keeping all the energy up in the mind, everyone has these amazing thoughts, right? Oh, I could do this, I could do that. But not everyone actually follows through with it because they can't yeah. ground the energy into the body and, and make it manifest in the physical world. So the, the physical practices help connect to the body in particular and to ground that energy in, yeah. And do you find that just having like that strong brain, that strong body, I guess you, you, you want to be strong but not weak here, yeah? So to, yeah, like, that's right. To flow and to be able to, um, yeah, to ground it and, and, to, and to have the, the, the willpower to, to act on those thoughts. And I guess there, yeah, there's, some, uh, there's, some, there's some medicines, cannabis comes to mind, or you know, it could be yep. mushies, but you know, you, you, um, very inspiring, very heart opening, connective, you know, third icon, inspiration. But then, in terms of. For some people it works, hey, like they, they can they can connect with those medicines 
uh, maybe I, I, I suspect if it's if, if someone has a, a, like historically a, a discipline that they have honed that they've got mastery in, like for example, I love playing music, but I haven't had a regular practice ever. So um, if I was to maybe go I prefer to take real C drops. If I use cannabis alone, <laughs> to be honest, I prefer the CBD here. But you know, if I was to get high, I'm just useless. <laughs> like I, I, <laughs> I, I like the idea that music can flow and art can flow out of me. <laughs> um, but I, it's like I don't have like, the um, the kind of the technique down <laughs> at this stage. But I guess I'm, I'm kind of done. Um, Went off on a little bit of a, a tangent there, but um, yeah, where, where were we? I guess talking about having that, that groundedness. And I, 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 I've also noticed, like, with the, the helmets, the gut health, feeling more embodied, um, thoughts, sort of karma, um, and yeah, a lot more sort of thought to action and even. You know, if I if I dabble with a, a medicine that sort of you know takes me up and out, um, there, there's more uh, ability to you know just go through. Yeah, definitely. Um, yes, it's funny you, you mentioned cannabis. So when when I was younger and you know getting into you know the things you do as a young kid. Um, it, it was fun with friends and then I became, yeah, kind of useless as well. I'd smoke and sit around and, and watch movies or something. Yeah. But it, something shifted, like, uh, and I don't know when it was, but, you know, if you do something like yoga um, or martial arts as well, it's, it's quite quite beautiful to do. Yeah. Um, I, I've even, like, worked out after smoking cannabis and, while it's a little tricky to lift something really heavy because you're quite relaxed, but it's it's just beautiful to move the body and to be in the body. It's a real, it's a really nice way to connect. You know, all of the plant medicines you can you can connect to the energy of the body and your environment as well. Um, yeah, like then with with you know, when we realise that there's all this bacteria on my skin, there's all this bacteria in my especially the gut and the bacteria in my gut is communicating with my brain and creating, um, you know, serotonin. The, if I feed the gut bacteria the right thing, it makes me feel happy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's such an odd thing, yeah. but we're, we're so interconnected with our environment that it's, right. um, yeah, it, it's mind-blowing. Yeah, yeah that, that's something to like and feel, isn't it? Yeah. That environment... Uh, within our bodies, that um, you know, it's not just me, like this singular uh, being, but we've actually got complete life forms inside of us all that bacteria that we were talking about, and then communicate what's the needs and agendas <laughs> by their nervous system, the um, immune system, the um, yeah, the endocrine system regulating hormones, uh, which is actually what yeah what these helmets words how they they start to regulate things and then that sort of order harmless and I, I love 
And yeah, what 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 they they do is um, improve that that communication through you know through that ecosystem in the gut, and also through all of the systems in the body. And yeah, and cannabis as well with the with CBD or we have receptors in this every cell in our body. A lot of it is in our body, and when that's fed. Um, yeah, it activates that body self-healing um, ability of, this, of restoring homeostasis. And yeah, it kind of the, the mind then quietens down uh, when things are removed at that same as above, so below. But in your body, can mean the things are tumultuous in your head. They probably have to go in a new body. Yeah, yeah. I guess we can disconnect the way into the head and then like out of the body. And it seems like we can't really select anything out of it. It's only when we we come back in. And then, you know, um, regulating. The nervous system, the nutrient yoga, the nutrient food. And that's like, I often, you know, sometimes I find myself in a state of, of imbalance, where my mind is just a little bit crazy and I realize, hey, I can't sort this out from from this place. What's that saying? Um, oh, you, you can't solve a problem from the same level as the yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. you have to be above it. That's the one, right? So then I come back to, uh, I, now I'm noticing my mind's trying to work this out. I'm identifying with that. And, you know, if I do have a yoga class or if I have a large dose of CBD oil or if um, you know, I just so for swimming in your life. That's gonna, you know, shift my 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 vibration in my baseline up and it just can kind of knock off those problems so that they like they almost become irrelevant when you when you you step into that higher vibration, right? It, it's as though that problem can't it doesn't exist there. You can get to that, that, that was really yeah. funny. That was really funny that I was putting so much energy into um, trying to solve that impossible thing. Um, and all I need to do is yeah, I, I come agree. back to like my practices. You know, like, hey, can be fitness practices at that some one. Yeah, I, I would often find like I'd have a maybe a decision to make, right? And I, I'd like you know, like, like we're taught at school, right? You, okay, we're going to list down the pros and the cons, right? On, on either side of the page. And, 
yeah. write everything out and then you look over it, but you still have no idea what to do. It's not until you kind of push the mind to the side and kind of tap into the feeling state and like, you know, tune into the body of intelligence that's, that's well beyond the, the thinking cognitive mind. Um, once you sort of feel into what the answer is, the answer's there straight away. You know, you, you already know what you should do. Um, and often with the, uh, so with tobacco, for example, it's often used as a, as a form of guidance. So, um, you may have a question about like a relationship or job or whatever. Um, often it's kind of like the thing you already know the answer in, in a way and the tobacco is going to pull out the blocks. So yeah. if your block is like you're scared to take that step or basically to all, all be around, you know, fear of some aspect, the tobacco will pull that out and then all you're left with is the obvious choice because that, that fear is no longer there. Um, yeah, but it's really getting, getting back into getting out of the physics of the, of the mind and kind of into the body and into the energy and just, yeah, that we, I think this is the, the biggest problem in, in the West is just the thinking mind just goes on forever. For sure, for sure. And it's kind of like um, with that, that alignment that occurs that then you, you can trust your feelings because, yeah. you know, it, it's one thing to say, I'll oh, get out of your head. What are you feeling? <laughs> if you're feeling fear, well, that's telling you, that's showing you something that you're, you're believing, you're pointing you to some trauma that it needs to heal it. You know, it's not it's not saying you should or shouldn't take a step. <laughs> it's probably showing you that there's some yeah. power. There's something in the background to have a look at. But yeah, just when when those medicines are you work with medicine too fresh, it just yeah, like you said, it, it becomes obvious and it's not so much uh it's just like a more of a yes-no feeling rather than like this struggle, resistance, uh, hiding, and, you know, projecting kind of game. It just becomes, uh, you know, um, it's almost as if it becomes cognitive again in a way that, you know, I, I, I just know, I know that's the right that way to yeah. it. So it's just not, yeah, kind of clears up the, the cloudiness. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. I mean, I, I used to be terrified of public speaking. So, you know, yeah. how do you get how do you get over a fear like that? You go and do public speaking, uh-huh. and um, <laughs> and so. It, but it was a nice it was a nice space. The guy that held it, it was like a, an authentic public speaking. So you'd oh, sort yeah, of drop yeah. in and just speak off the cuff, right? Um, but every time I went, I had so much resistance. Authenticity, Authenticity speaks, with Nicholas Perrin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a beautiful man. He is, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah that does that, have um, a bit of work with him. So, yeah, very, yeah. Lots yeah, of so he, he was actually my, yeah. my coach for a while. Yeah, uh, much, much love to me. Yeah. But every time I'd... I go to that. I had so much resistance, you know, like uh, I'm not in the mood. I'm tired, or, or whatever it was, right? But I, I learned how to kind of feel into the heart space, and and you kind of drop your consciousness into the heart and ask yourself the question, and whether or not you get 
a yes is like an expansive feeling and a no is like a contraction. Yeah. So even though I really didn't, you know, most of me didn't want to go, I tuned into my heart and asked the question, should I go? And I'd get a yes. So I'd, I'd go along, even though I really didn't want to. Uh, yeah. um, but it was the greatest thing for me, you know. Um, obviously, a part of me knew exactly what I needed to do. And that was just a way to get through the resistance. But um, other people use like muscle testing and things like that. Um, there's a few different techniques you can use to get to the answer that you know is in there um, and just kind of ignore the resistance, just push through the resistance as you need to. Yeah, there's a way of like cutting through the mud, right? Yeah. Also, I love what you said because um, I love it so often, you know, you can just choose to resolve that, that tension instead. Yeah, this feels crap, so I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, you know, you have whatever, whatever go-to habit it is to, you know, to, to, to avoid that, you know, and you know, and even, you know, we can, we can connect and, um, and really benefit so much from, from all of these medicines. Um, and then at the end of the day, it comes down to the courses that we make. We need to do our life right because it can show us forever <laughs> what, you know, what the truth is and what we need to do. But in terms of, like, I guess it's about changing the habits of of thinking and acting, isn't it? Because, you know, a week or two and a month later, and you're not so connected with the Okinawa spirit anymore, your old thoughts are back in, and there's that, um, you know, the challenge to which way am I going to go? Am I going to go down the, the old road of, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, limitations, smallness, resistance, um, or, you know, just align with, with what, you know, what's to be for what I have to share. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think uh, alignment is a good word there. Like, you're right, when, when you work with a plant medicine, it just sort of clears the whole energy field and it's like, you don't even need to think about or it even consider what the right thing to do is you just automatically kind of guided there um yeah. i remember after one ayahuasca ceremony have you seen donnie darko yeah yeah where yeah. they have this kind of bad, yeah. this vortex coming out of the heart yeah it yeah, feels yeah. like that it's yeah. like i'm just being led the right way because i just know where i'm supposed to i can just i'm such in alignment with myself and with the energy around me, I know exactly where to go without thinking about it. It's just automatic. Um, and if you can maintain that state, obviously the work would be to maintain that state all the time and just move through life like that. Um, always in alignment, always centered. And, you know, it's, uh, it's the practice, right? It's the practice. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a great thing. Yeah, what's the man? So I've just um, just come to mind. We we're having a little tune in earlier, and I guess we've um, we've sort of dabbled around the edges here um, with um, just 
Yeah, like, you know, when it comes to myself, I, I don't want a government telling me what I can and can't do is the most important thing because the government structure exists for the government. It's, it's, they, you know, it, it's this control structure. So, you know, if we go back to the sixties when a lot of plant medicines and LSD and all the rest started coming onto the scene, um, these, these medicines were made illegal not because they weren't helpful or that they were harmful. It, there was all the evidence to show how effective they were at various things um, from, you know, cannabis and LSD and everything else. It was because the government was scared. You know, it, it was, this is going to disrupt the culture. This is going to make people resist the government. So let's, let's quickly make those illegal. Um, yeah. Even to the point of, you know, we've, we've had it over and over again, like, um, people banning books because they spoke of heretical ideas. Uh, you, you can't tell me what I can and can't think. You have no, no jurisdiction over my own consciousness. It's my direct experience with the divine and with the environment around me. Um, you know, the, and if, if we go back to kind of any, any old culture that we, we can think of, there was always some plant medicine involved. So, um, you know, going, going way back to ancient Greece, we had, um, the Elysian mysteries, which ran for like 2000 years. And, you know, people like Plato and Aristotle were using some plant medicine sacrament in a ceremony. Um, and that was allowing them to come into connection with source and themselves and, and go forth and do their work. And who came along? It was the Roman Catholic Church came along and smashed all of these cults to, you know, to get rid of this ability for us to have a direct experience with the divine. 
and the church wanted to put itself as the intermediary. So we had to go through them to get to the divine. And that was really what they were pushing. And that's just propagated through government for mm. centuries. Um, and it's getting more stuff. Yeah. Um, ho- hopefully we get back. Yeah, hopefully we can get back to having a more like a a tribal approach or a, the small local community really looking after mm. itself and looking mm. after the environment rather than this big overarching one world government that, that says what you can and can't do and has surveillance running and you know like it's 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 not their business. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and that's what's here. That's what's upon us. And there's mm. a lot of it's like a client is a calling to take a stand, and it's not really to take a stand. But I want to, you know, for me, it's personal. You know that that sovereignty is is a personal choice, and I love what you said about the the tribal thing because the way I see it, you know, these these. You know, groups, villages, tribes, whatever, little communities will emerge that, you know, we just take that story. So, you know, I don't agree with, um, you yeah. know, just the system of control. And, you know, we're actually able to support ourselves, support each other, to come back to, you know, the, the, the basics of being human. And then, you know, yeah, and we're growing and uh, expanding our consciousness, and there's a lot of power of doing that in in the sort of world. Yeah, and and like, look, like you were saying before, yeah, we we can't solve the problem at the same level, yeah. right? So we we can assume that we have a democracy, but really we have businesses have all the input into how government runs and what the policies are. Mm. It's yeah. not the individual people. Mm. But what we can do as individual people is just start creating the new paradigm. So let's get together and have the farmers' markets and sharing resources between the small community, building those small communities. Um, you know, that that's that's the path. It's, it's not fighting in violent resistance to the government because that's just going to make them crack down more. Um, you know, we have to rise above it. I've heard, like, it's a... Um, maybe a like, whimsical way to look at it, but just, you know, any government, Illuminati, whatever, you know, the ultimate, the ultimate guys, because they're testing us, <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're showing us, they're showing you, like, what we don't want. But it's, it's kind of, and in terms of, you spoke of that programming from the government, from the, from the church, and also infiltrates families and like the way that you, um, you know, like you can investigate of animal a person is to, you know, over, over the generations, continue building those messages so that, you know, the, we the people are perpetuating that, that program, you know, we unconsciously to, 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 to,
but it's coming from the next week. Um, find an entry point to the Guardian suffering to you. So, do we stop to question Connor? Like, where, where am I coming from? Where, um, what is this, um, what is this detail of value that I, you know, I built my life around? And I guess probably a lot of people listen to this podcast and have that. I reckon it, yeah. uh, I suppose, um, you, you, you know, it's, and when you do have the awakening, you want to awaken everyone else. <laughs> so, like, you, you've awakened to, but really, it's, I guess I've spoken about, like, a generational thing. It, it just becomes a very humble part of, you know, and, and the mission to transform humanity, it just comes down to do not have voices, do not have a in your life. Just with your community, having that intentionality about you know how you want to spend your days here because we gotta have a good account and what we wanna yeah, what we wanna um, there's some big, yeah. big alignments and things happening now, but you know, decades, centuries. Um, yeah, community is such a big thing. Like a lot of people feel disempowered and isolated because that's the way our society has been structured. So once we kind of reconnect with one, our environment, and two, with each other. Um, you know, we, we realize that's what's really important, that connection, you know, connection with and ourselves and the divine, but also with the people around us. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Um, oh, there's one, one other thing about the, you know, like, so we have some ideas that if, if we think of that concept of anarchy, um, it seems like a very violent thing that, you know, a world without government would be violence and everyone would be yeah. out raping, yeah. raping and pillaging, right? <laughs> How many people do you know personally that would be like that? You know, 99.9% of people would just be, oh, let's just treat everyone around us, you know, with respect and love because we're connected to them. And yeah. society would function, you know, well. You know, yeah, I guess you are talking before about, you know, the 60s and the, you know, um, and yeah, you know, there was that, that idea that the fabric of society would fall apart. And now in 2020, you know, those of us that are on this path of all that is such a good thing <laughs> for that to happen. And it doesn't really mean that that happens. I heard heard a uh, professor who's studying, um, uh, you know, I think he was starting to bring, bring, um, bring LSD back into the conversation in terms of therapeutic research and in, in therapy sort of, um, it just says straight out, there is the advantage because of the Vietnam War, you know, people would just open their hearts and feel like love and oneness and they wouldn't want to go off and fight these stupid wars that people are questioning at that 
anyway. So it's, it's political, uh, economic, and really, like, when the when the structure of society does fall apart, like, I know uh, a few years ago in Belgium, they had no gut, they had, like, a hung parliament and no government, like, you know, they were having their little get-togethers for a year and a half or a couple of years, um, and, you know, life just went on, <laughs> their, their economy went on, and that's, that's like a, that's a, you know, developed, you know, growing economic nation part of Europe, that's not like a little, little nation or you know, South American, you know, or little self-sustaining, um, like agricultural country. It's just, it, it seems like when, you know, when, when crisis did happen here in Australia, it's just terrible. And I, I think... I'm sure you've seen, you know, like traveling down down through um, Peru and in the Amazon and seeing those small tribes um, and with the psychedelics, how they're where it's legal generally to, to work with these medicines. Has access to it. Um, but, you know, hopefully now with, um, these substances coming back into, into the, the, um, you know, psilocybin's becoming, um, you know, or, or in its full, uh, treatment for various mental illnesses, um, or, you know, and, so hopefully we'll get back to the point. And all the research is, of course, backing what the indigenous cultures that have been using these medicines have known for hundreds of years that they are. Um, yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll get to a point soon where we have back to that sovereignty. I'll have the, the ability and, the, and the, the resources to go and access these medicines but of my own home. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, the, the connection was a bit dodgy there, so I'm wondering what the recording will pick But it sounded like what you were saying was, um, you know, that in, in, uh, in Peru and in, in the Amazon, um, you know, these medicines are a part of the environment, they're part of the, the home. Um, you know, it's very, very grassroots, and so there's a lot going on. Probably, you know, just a lot of control, really, of, um, you know, it's it kind of is, you know, the research that the research has been done is, is wonderful, but ultimately there's this kind of system of control and regulation. Um, and yeah. perhaps that is, we, perhaps we need it because not everyone is at that point of, of sovereignty where they can choose and think for themselves. We do need to know a little bit about about what we do need to have support to um to work medicines. But really in terms of sovereignty it's about coming back with, you know, being growing your own your own food, your own medicine. Um 
and and sharing that information with um with the community. Um, and so, you know, we, we don't have to wait to be told, okay, you've got the green light now, you can buy your, your CBD or your TXC or with your little prescription. If you need that medicine, if you need any medicine, you, you can find it you, um, without asking the right questions, following your heart. Sometimes, um, but, you know, with, with ayahuasca, that wasn't something that I was going to seek out. Um, I had it as an intention that I was ready for it, and it happened when I was pregnant, you know. Um, so, I guess that, yeah, sometimes there can be an anxiety to try all these new, um, you know, mind, mind opening um, experiences. Um, but yeah, if you, if you just tune into, you know, what, what you're intending, uh, what life is going into, and then just you know, showing up, maybe going to those events that we've got some resistance to, like that speaking gig, <laughs> speaking gig. Um, you know, you, you meet, meet the right people and, you know, connect, connect with the heart, connect with the community. So I think that's um, really, really great. That is the show in there before you have Just reaching out and making the connection. If this is stuff that you're interested in, um, you know, that if people are around and has been a time of isolation, sometimes when people just, you know, have these discoveries, they think they're the only one in their, their town that think properly, but um, there's never a case. So, um, I'm hoping yeah. that, you know, someone's listening and feels that way, that, yeah, feel, feel supportive, feel part of a, a tribe or a, a part of a bigger story. And um, and I love the sound of what you're, you're creating there on the Central Coast. So um, if someone wanted to connect with you, um, what's the best way to do that? Uh, my website is templeofthesoul.org. Um, and on Facebook and Instagram, I'm the Temple of the Soul. Um, any of those avenues are, are great. Um, and I, I just wanted to mention one, one thing about sovereignty before mm, uh, we finish. Please. So, you know, one of the things that, that we want to do is get back to growing our own food and, you know, fruits and vegetables and we've got chickens and all the rest. Mm. So there was a point in time where... It, it was, uh, you know, I, I brew my own alcohol. I make cider yeah, and mead, yeah, yeah. Um, which once upon a time was illegal for me to for do that. Yeah. Um, I, I can't even grow my own tobacco because it's illegal. Yeah. Right? Like, why the hell is that? Because the government is taxing it, of course. That's, you know, they don't want you to circumvent them. But it's almost becoming like... For us to reconnect to grow our own food is is almost becoming an, an or had become an odd thing. It's starting to come back a lot now, um, but to be able to to be self sufficient to some degree um, and to not be reliant on that system. So the system is really pushing us to be just consumers, going to the supermarket, buying our food, not thinking about where it's come from or all the energy that goes into making it. But, you know, just to be consumers and then be reliant on the government because we're not self-reliant at all. Mm -hmm. 
So if if you see these sorts of things playing out, where um, even with COVID, right, it's it's shut down a lot of the the mum and dad businesses, the family run businesses. Yet the government is supporting the big businesses. They're giving them resources, especially the banks, um, to continue and to push us further away from having the ability to look after ourselves and to govern ourselves. So that's just a, you know, go down the conspiracy rabbit hole a little bit more there. Oh, yeah, um, thanks so but yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but thank you, man. It's, it's been yeah, uh, it's been beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've I've known you for a while and um, it's it's just it's really beautiful to see you go now, step into the coaching path and, and running your own stuff. Um, because I knew that's where you were headed, but you had some resistance and I think mm. the amount of resistance that we have to push through to go down this path. Yeah. Um, it's, there's so much self-development and, and I really, you know, honor and respect you know, uh, for, for making that happen and, and getting there. Yeah, thank you, brother. And thanks for the support as well. I have um, a, lot, you know, a big part of that is just knowing that there's a brother up the coast a few hours, um, you know, who's done this work, who's been to through, who's gone through the initiation, who is older than I have. Um, um, and yeah, that I've been able to connect with um, with tobacco when I, when to help me to, you know, clarify and strengthen on the path uh, for the national support that you you hold in those those ceremonies and just um, the integration connection afterwards um, basically yeah, appreciative to, to have Thank that you, opportunity with you. So, uh, looking forward to, to getting with you more. And um, just to sort of summarise um, about tobacco, because we haven't really, we're winding up, and people might still be wondering, like, what's the go? There's this tobacco that kills you, and there's this tobacco that heals you. And, I just so, so simply say, right, it's easy to understand. We're not really talking about the same thing here because there is this sacred plant. Um, you know, just like we thought we were told cannabis was the devil and we were figuring to understand, it actually has wonderful healing properties that we can't find anywhere else. Tobacco is the same thing. And um, yeah, so it's about returning to for that innocence we have, that intention, and it's something that, yeah, that, that we can we can all do as we begin to, you know, wake up from this, this dream that we thought was a nightmare, and we thought that, um, you know, had, had no control, and, you know, tumbling down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole, and it's good to be aware, but, you know, we're, we're, we're powerful, we're awake, um, we're sovereign, we're we are well creators of our, of our life and our destiny. Um, so, yeah, with that, yeah, that's, uh, that's my song. Well, if any, any other little, little tidbits that came up for you there before we wrap it? Uh, 
look, that's that's beautifully put. Um, I, I just want to say, like, if you if you have a sense that you should go and do something or learn about something, um, whatever it is, you know, just follow that feeling and follow that energy, um, because the part of you inside or that's connected with the divine knows exactly what you need for that next step. Um, and, you know, so sometimes we get very caught up on this is the goal way out here somewhere, um, but just feel into where you should be going and what the next step is and just the next step and the next step and the next step. And then you'll find yourself at this place that you couldn't have, you couldn't even have imagined that you would be back a few years ago. You know, I, I would never have imagined that I'd be here serving tobacco as a plant medicine. Like it was just, you know, it wasn't in my, in my conception like five years ago. Um, so yeah. just, just follow, follow the next step and the next step and you'll find yourself in a, in a beautiful place when you look back. Beautiful, man. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for right. chat. Thank you, brother. Beautiful, beautiful rest of the day, week ahead, in the end of the year. Yeah. yeah. Many, many blessings. Likewise, brother. Thank you. Good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Cool, man. Awesome, dude. Okay. That was cool. Yeah, it was fun.